Hello, I'm Caitlin Moyes. And I'm Heather Morris. And welcome to the Ignite Podcast, episode number 23. Today we're titling this Amazing Grace, What It Means and How to Live It. I love to talk about grace. I love it. Yes. it's It can be a little confusing, but it's simple. It's also supposed to be like a simple concept, but it's a little hard to understand. So, yeah, I think it's a word that we hear often, but kind of to like put a definition to it and and stuff could, could be a little challenging. So we're going to do that first. And that's really God's free and unmerited favor, love, or help was the definition that I found. And then, Heather, did you find a definition? Yeah. So when you look up, it just says the Christian definition is grace is the unmerited favor or mercy that God gave to humanity by sending his son, Jesus Christ, because we all know that that is something that God did not have to do. He didn't have to, um, uh, you know, put his son up on the cross um, for our sins. And then they both, um, you know, prepared a place in heaven for us to go to, which is a place that we can be um, excited to be and live for, to be there and, and that kind of stuff. And he did that for us. And and it's hard to understand the concept of why he did that for us. And grace, I think, is what explains that. Does that make sense? Yep, I agree completely. Um, so what does grace mean to you in your own life, Heather? How have you, how have you seen grace work in your life? Oh, my gosh. There's so many ways. And I, I really tried to teach my kids through example. Um how they can take a situation and see how it worked out for them and how it didn't have to work out for them. Um, I think a good example, and I don't talk about this a lot, is my husband passed away, my kid's um, dad, and I wanted them to see through their all, all of that for the last five years how God is taking care of us, um, how there's you know, there's calming that has come after time, but I wanted, I wanted them to see those examples. And sometimes it was hard because it didn't come right away. But five years later, I can show them how it really worked out. And people like Caitlin have come into my life. If my husband, if my husband was around, I wouldn't be here with Caitlin right now. So those are the kind of things, I mean, obviously God knew more and you know, knew, knew more than I did. So I try to kind of look back in those ways. How about you, Caitlin? What is your take on grace? Um, I think first off, like just the thought, how you said of Jesus, he didn't have to come to earth and sacrifice his life. And God could have really just said, I'm done with humanity. I don't want to, you know, save them or be with them. Um, but he did, and he really um, sacrificed his son, Jesus, so that we could be with him in heaven. Then. Um, and I have seen grace in my life, too. I mean, just um, different experiences and different circumstances that maybe I thought were really bad at the time have just um, turned into a lesson or a way that I'm able to um, relate more to other people that may have gone through similar experiences so I think just keeping that um, that idea in mind that there's always a bigger plan, um, even when you don't know what's going to happen next. There's always um, God working in in some way in your life. 
Um, the second part to this I'm going to ask you is how do we live in God's grace? Hmm. So I think it can be like a daily reminder of um, starting the day with that knowing, okay, God is with me and he cares about me. And then from that place, we can really extend grace to other people. And that just looks like maybe um, opening the door for somebody or just treating somebody the way that you would like to be treated, I think is a good start. And that kind of shows people um, about God that maybe they haven't felt or experienced um, personally, personally like the grace of God, but you can show that to them through your words and your, through your actions. Yeah, and I, I think if I can say like roll back a little bit, I think that it is very important to start with yourself and to find out where, you know, like really dwell in how you, where you are in your life with God. And it sounds like we have a lot of listeners that are, you know, newer Christians and just starting out and have lots of questions. And, and I think the best place to start is to just, you know, we've talked about this, the ABCs, and we're going to talk about it again at the end of this, but like, admitting that there's something that you, you know, some sins or some issues that you need to ask God for forgiveness for, from. And to just understand that once you have those conversations with God, and hopefully it's ongoing prayer about it, but that God has let it, let it be, like has really just let it be and wants you to move on from that. So, but you also as a, as a Christian have to let God and you let it go. Do you know what I mean? Cause he's not leaving you in that. You know what I mean? So you have to let it go. And when you can let go of that, there's a freedom in your heart. And that then gives you the opportunity and the freedom to be graceful to other people. So I, I know it sounds confusing, but it's not, it's, it's kind of hard to explain how, how God can be somebody that's so forgiving and so understanding and so loving and so wants us to um, just be the best we can be. Like, why? Why would somebody do that for us? So that's the part that's hard to understand. And I try not to dwell on that too much because it's hard to understand. But um, like knowing the things that we've done and our sinful nature and that kind of stuff. But I also think that if you can start with the grace that God is giving you in yourself and latch on to that and accept that, that then you can work on the grace that you can be given to others because you understand it then and you're living it and you're, sorry, I went on too long. <laughs> no, I think those were great points. And I'd like to add too, when you have that, that feeling like, okay, God has forgiven me from this sin or whatever it is, you almost want to pass that along to other people. So say somebody has done you wrong, it it's kind of hard to stay mad at them when God has forgiven you and you've experienced that forgiveness. So, um, and forgiveness is not a, just a one-time thing. It can be a process as well. But um, just, yeah, giving grace to other people, I think, is a really good way to show them um, your faith lived out too. So... And I want to add, too, it's not about what we do, but what God has done for us. So it's not about doing works and, and trying to win God's approval. 
And sometimes I think we can live like that. Maybe like, oh, if I am good enough, then God will love me more. But in the Bible, it really says that God loves us no matter what. We can't do anything to add to that love or to have that love taken away. Yeah, such good points, Caitlin. I like how you put that. And it does say in the Bible, like, God can love us no more and God can love us no less. And that is so hard to understand when we, we're the ones that know all of our dark secrets and all of the things that we did and all the things that we do and all the mistakes we make. And, um, and he's really ready to let go of that. And that's the grace. So, um, yes, very good. And I love the verse from second Corinthians 12, nine that says, but he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. And I think that just illustrates the point that his grace, everything that Jesus has done, um, has is a finished work. So we don't have to add anything to it. We can just rest in the fact that Jesus has saved us and has um, always loved us and will continue to love us. And, you know, when you feel like there's certain areas of your life um, that may you may be struggling and know that those areas he makes those perfect in time because he works in those areas where we need to ha- need to rely on him too. So what are do you have any more tips or examples on leading a life of grace, Heather? What would you say like for people that just kind of want to um have a couple of tangible examples of how they can do that? Well, I mean, I think that when it's very easy, like when you have a friend that has made a mistake, you know, has wronged you, has been a problem for you. I think that, um, not in every situation, you know, if this is harmful for you, if this is something you need to walk away from, we've talked about those things before, but if it's a mistake and something that you can reach into your heart and really say, Hey, maybe they were having a bad day. Maybe, Um, I need to do some self-checking of my own. Maybe it wasn't as harsh as I thought it would be. I mean, that's part of like just kind of giving grace and, and just saying, you know, this relationship is more important than, you know, me and my anger and my, you know, and it's kind of, it's not giving a pass. It's not, it's not saying this didn't hurt me. But it is like the let's get through this. Let's, you know, that's that's grace. I mean, you care enough about that relationship. And even if you don't care enough about that relationship, but you have to kind of put it in a place that helps you to go on because it's going to it's going to eat you up, you know, but but that's kind of a a side point. But I think that there's a lot of people that we can just give grace to because we can say, hey, I get grumpy too sometimes, you know, so maybe I should let that, that one pass, you know what I mean? And, and kind of, so you're looking at yourself again, so that you can also accept other people. Yep. I think that's a great point. And I, I want to just add to that also, um, we can extend grace to others and also importantly, we can extend grace to ourselves. So, Sometimes we're our hardest critic and we can really get down on ourselves and beat ourselves up about things that we have done or maybe haven't done. And we can really extend grace to ourselves in the knowing that 
God is with us through everything, and we're made in his image. And so we can really just rest assured that he is with us, and we don't have to constantly um, feel condemned or, you know, just um, feel bad about whatever we have done because Jesus wants us to live with a sense of freedom and let go of anything that weighs us down. And I also like the verse from Acts 20, 24 that says, My only aim is to finish the race and complete the task the Lord Jesus has given me, the task of testifying to the good news of grace. And I think that's a great reminder for us as Christians to really testify and to share with others about how God has worked in our life. I think that is also a really good component um, to think about. Just, you know, any time in conversation, you can just, you know, say, yeah, God has blessed me with this, or this is what God is doing in my life. And that's just a, a really great way to um, demonstrate your faith to others. I, um, so Major Tom and I, who is the pastor here at, at our church, um, we just did a conversation about a book that was um, written by Yancey is his last name. And it's such a good book. And it's called What's So Amazing About Grace? Because everybody talks about grace and kind of throws that around. And again, we've talked about this. It's a little hard to understand. Like, how do you explain this? And I think we're doing a good job at it. But that is such a great book. And Maybe if you guys were talking about your your Bible study and doing that, like this is a really good one. It has real life examples of how people have been given grace by their family, by their coworkers, by, you know, it's just kind of happened and you can't explain it, but grace was given to them. And one, I'm just going to give a little example, okay? But there was a girl that ran away from home and she you know, was into drugs and, you know, maybe some prostituting. I, I think that that was the story. And, and she finally, a couple of years later, you know, she had left her family and planned to never speak to them again and whatever, and decided, you know what, I really, I just want to go home. But I, I think she had those thoughts in her mind, you know, what, they're not going to accept me. You know what I mean? I left them no trace, you know, really, you know, I've done drugs, I've lived a life of shame. So she called them and said, and got the answer machine. And she said, um, I'm getting on a bus and I'm going to go to, I'm coming home. If you don't contact me back, then I know that you don't want me to be there. So she was telling the story to this author, Yancey, on the bus. And he said it was the most beautiful thing when they got to her stop that her whole family, everybody that knew her that was still living, because it had been a couple of years, they had signs, they had, you know, pictures, they had everything. They said, we, we don't care what you did. We don't care what happened. Like, let's move on from here. No questions asked, no anything. And he said it was such a beautiful thing to watch that. And that is you know, her family and friends just gave her grace and said, you know, we're not here to judge you. We just love you. And that's just an example of it. And I think it's beautiful. So that's a great book. Yeah, I really like that, Heather. That's a good illustration of just seeing 
uh, her family waiting outside for her. And that's a perfect example of showing grace. Um, and so on the sermon last week, I saw that Major Tom created a hashtag, which I'm excited about, which is hashtag Grace Granter. And so for this episode, too, I think that we need to have anybody that has listened to this comment maybe on our Facebook page or Instagram with the hashtag Grace Granter and share a story about how maybe you have been given grace by people around you for something that has occurred or um, how you have helped other people experience grace in their life. So if you would like to comment on that, I think that would be really cool to hear some stories. Uh, do you have a check it out for us today? I do have a check it out. So if you go to puremagazine.org or you request that we'll get you we'll get you one of those magazines out, there's a current issue that has a spotlight in it. And there, the spotlight is, um, you know, just kind of going through some of the different music that's out there. Okay. So one of them is checking out Taylor Swift, <laughs> which I know that you love. <laughs> but one of them is checking out Taylor Swift and she's re-releasing um, one of her albums in like a different form or whatever. And, and all right. So they talked about that one. <laughs> And then the other one is called Common Hymnal. Have you ever heard of them, Caitlin? And um, they're more of like a praise and worship band. They have a new song called Come Tear Down the Walls. And the writer, I, li I did listen to it. And the, it's slow and like kind of, you know, quiet. It's a nice praise and worship kind of thing. And the this song is about like praying for God to come in and tear down the walls that we've built up in our lives and to do what he can with, you know, our life and stuff, which everybody kind of builds some walls. So I think that one's very relational. And then there's another one from Austin French. He has, he's more of a rapper. Yes. I really liked it. I liked the beat. I liked the, I, I thought his voice was fantastic. And and he has a song called Jesus Can. So if you guys get an opportunity to go and check that out, it's on the spotlight of the newest Peer Magazine on peermagazine.org. Or if you want to look up those artists on YouTube and just let us know what you think. So check it out. Very nice. Thank you for that. Check it out, Heather. And I will say when I'm working out, I like to listen to Christian rap. It just gets me pumped up. And one of the artists that I like to listen to is Lecrae, and that's spelled L-E-C-R-A-E. -E. So you can check that one out along with it. And we'll conclude with the ABCs of salvation. This is just a simple um, way to ask Jesus to come into your life. The A is for admit that you've sinned or done wrong in your life. We've all sinned. We've all fallen short of God's um, plan that he's had for us, but... We can believe that Jesus died for those sins and have faith that he has taken away all of those sins for us. And C is for calling on his name by asking Jesus to come into your heart. And if you just kind of follow through those couple um, things and ask Jesus into your heart and commit to learning more about him, um, I think that is a beautiful thing and you can rest assured that you will always live in grace um, with God, and then you can extend that grace to others as well. So thanks for listening today, and until next time, ignite your life.